This episode of Ringside Divas will be addressing such topics as sexual assault and sexual harassment. Listener discretion is super advised. Okay. Hey, real quick. Uh, so, anecdote. I don't nice. know if you were aware, I live with a 13-year-old now. Uh, oh my god, is he 13? He's 13. Yeah, and uh, the problem with being... Uh, a 13 year old, particularly a 13 year old who is a product of me, um, is that uh, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta fucking challenge somebody. You gotta rebel against somebody. You gotta buck up against somebody because right. it's just, it's in you. It's just, oh, the hormones are telling you, you're like, fuck the system, take it down. And unfortunately, the timing of this is that you've got all the system that you wanna, that you wanna fuck up, uh, but you are stuck in a house. With no system to challenge but your own parents. So that's my life right now. <laughs> I have waited for this moment for a long I'm going to come live with you. You're welcome to. I'm going to leave them here in the house with their father. I'm going to run away to California. Healthcare is probably better over there anyway. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Though <laughs> <laughs> more expensive. I mean. It's nice living in a blue state, Heather. It's I'm really just, nice. I'm just saying, like, I could find a way to make it work. Oh, yeah. You're always I welcome could, to. I could sell ass. <laughs> Ass first. Ass first. I should probably start doing some squats, though, if I'm going to do that. Yeah. Or something. You know, we're just going to have to change the standard of beauty right now. We're going to need to readopt some Renaissance-era standards of beauty, because right now, everybody's got the quarantine body, and there's no avoiding that. Like, like I'm, I'm cultivating a physique right now, my quarantine bod, uh, and it says, I work out, but I also take comfort in simple carbs. And I need a lot of comfort right now. That's why I said yeah. I yeah. I'm like a dumpling on two drumsticks, just sort of doop a doop a doo around my house, and I'm just gonna have to embrace that. And I feel like everybody should just decide that that's what's attractive now. Uh, that's been a common theme. Uh, I've actually had the opposite uh, issue recently because uh, I found out like when I get stressed out. I tend to want to focus on something. So I'll focus on work and I'll like, you know, you know mm -hmm. or something else and I'll be at my computer. And then uh, Eric will message me and be like, hey, have you eaten today? And it's five o'clock, 5 p.m. And I'm like, no, I, I, I totally forgot, you know. And so uh, yesterday I woke up feeling, oh, God, I feel like fucking shit. Girl. And I thought I was getting sick. Maybe I had COVID. Oh, my God. Uh, check my temperature and like my temperature is fine. And no, go eat a uh, fucking apple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other symptoms, so I, I looked at my phone because I do a nutritional tracker uh -huh. thing on my phone, of course. Of course. Yeah, I've had 20, I had 20 carbs over three days. I accidentally put my body in ketosis. Oh, my God. And see, yeah. I was about to get uh, I was about to get all humpty at you for being like, I'm so skinny now because I'm so stressed out and I don't eat. But you're actually, you're going to do some damage to yourself, sweetheart. Please, go. I know, I know, I know. I not, I'm not saying it's good. No. I've set up a... <laughs> I've changed some shit on my phone, so like I actually have to set up reminders. Uh huh. Eat a know, piece so. of bread. Yeah. Basically. Get some pasta, so. maybe a tortilla. Yeah. Just a little but bit. But no, I haven't exercised because the only time I get to go outside <clears throat> is when I exercise. So like right. I go on my bike and you know spend more time outside, and it's, it's it works. There you go. There you go. No. I'm just I'm not, saying. I'm I'm not bragging because I'm a fat. I'm still fat, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you are not fat. You have fat. There's a difference. You are fabulous. You have fat on your body. Uh huh. Well, uh -huh. okay. In, 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 yeah, that's what the gays in, say. That's what that's what yeah. everybody says. In Los Angeles, especially for being gay, <laughs> I'm fucking morbidly obese. But it's so great to live in a blue state, Heather. Uh, yeah, there's some exceptions. <laughs> yeah, there's the thing. My my dumpling on two drumsticks, ass walking around in Texas. I'm a tent. Okay. Yeah, I know. Like. 
we are a corn-fed state over here. If I go over to California, I will become invisible. And like, we'll, we'll just take it down to Orange County. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's a California joke that I don't get. Is there something oh, about yeah, no, Orange County? So yeah. Fun. Okay. Uh, all of you Orange County people, you totally just got burned. I think Orange County is our Houston. <laughs> Oh, Houston. Did you hear they canceled uh, a Trump rally? No. Trump was going to have a big old in-person rally in Houston, and the mayor of Houston was like, how about no? How about you don't do that? How about you don't just, like, the, the hospitals in Houston are literally full. They don't have beds right now. You want to, you want to hold a fucking rally here in person? Fuck you. Was, I mean, she said it, she, he, whatever. The mayor of Houston said it a little nicer than that. But yeah, that was basically it. It's like, mm, no. Wow. Veto. Bye. None of that. Thanks. Wow. But hey, do you want to do that wrestling podcast thing that we've been doing? <laughs> uh, we are now 26 minutes and five seconds into this recording. Maybe we should talk about wrestling. I needed some girl talk. I needed some girl talk. Yeah. Well, you know, it's this is, this is our social hour, honestly. Because I don't have any other way. I mean, I suppose I could like call you on the phone, but I don't use my phone for that. I don't need. <laughs> so... I, I, it's funny. Like, I don't like talking people talking to people on the phone, and then later that day, hey friends, let's go on Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so uh, we should intro the show because we got to talk right. about. We're talking about wrestling. We're not talking about the downfall of of society, are we? Wait, are we talking about the downfall of society in terms of oh, wrestling today? We're talking today? about the downfall of wrestling. Today. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Hey, so on topic, downfall of society in the apocalypse, and we're going to talk about wrestling. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to Ringside Divas, the podcast where a woman and a gay man talk about professional wrestling. Chris, go. Finally, (laughs) we're doing another episode. (laughs) Finally, we just released one. We did. We did. Just saying. Finally. And because we just released one, I don't have any feedback for the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah, sorry, I but uh, I, I will I will say uh, it was certainly uh, a wonderful experience to watch the match with you, and I think that was super we'll do fun. More of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it was it was just a total dream to edit too, because I could not do anything with any of the editing once we started recording the match because it would fuck up the timestamp. So, oops, I guess I'm just checking for sound quality and moving on. So I'm just saying <laughs> my lazy ass would like to do more of those because it was fun and it was easy. When I, it was funny though, when I, when I mentioned uh, to friends who I've been making, listen to the show, <laughs> uh, they, they started like, Oh, you guys should do this match and this match and this match and this uh-huh. match. It was like a laundry list, but I'm looking at all the matches and I'm like, none of these matches are good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they setting us up to like MST3K, the WWE? I think so. Oh, Jesus. I think so. I mean, no, I'm in down. Fairness, uh, in fairness, one of the WrestleCrap suggestions was the uh, latest Money in the Bank match. And mm-hmm. I do agree we should do that one at some point. Okay, I don't know what that was. That was two months ago. Okay. Who who was involved? Uh, well, there was a men's Money in the Bank match and a women's Money in the Bank match. And what they did was that instead of filming it in the ring... They did it at the uh, WWE corporate office. Okay. And I was wondering how they were going to film it. Like, are they going to do the men's first and then the women's after or the women's first and vice versa? They combined uh, the Money in the Bank matches. So the women started in one section of the office and the men started in another section. And they all had little bits and there was some cool uh, cameos. Huh. And uh, at several points, the women and the men uh, interacted with each other. and. For, I think, the women's match in particular, there was a consequential thing that happened that allowed one of the women to acquire the Money in the Bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, the men's the men, of course, uh, finished it up. So uh, it they always do finish first. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sex joke. Uh, <laughs> Jokes are funnier when you point at them and let everybody know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Heather. Um, so, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I the first time I watched it, I liked it. And then I read some of the reviews and I thought about it and was like, yeah, that's that's kind of true. And now it's kind of, 
Mm, it's okay. It was a WWE's been again, and we'll talk about this more later. WWE's been experimenting a lot with the cinematic wrestling thing. Right. So uh, they've had some successes, like the Undertaker match with AJ Styles, which was fantastic. Match, yeah, and the which was fantastic the fucking weird ass Funhouse match with uh, my boyfriend yeah. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, some of the other cinematic matches had some challenges. Like, I wasn't a big fan of the Adam Cole versus Velveteen uh, Dream match. I didn't even see that shit. Yeah. Uh, this Sunday, uh, Braun Strowman is returning to his roots and going back to the swamp where he will interact with the original version of Bray Wyatt. Look, Bray, before you even get started, just don't. You had your opportunity, and you failed. There are no more games. This story between me and you, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Our chapter may be over. But Brian, I wasn't lying about resurrecting the dead. Our story is just getting started. <laughs> oh, uh, and they're and they're having a cinematic match on Sunday, so hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Hmm. This for this episode will of course drop after that happens. So well, yeah. you know, I may the next episode in three weeks. I may be like that match was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> may. May, maybe, indeed. Um, oh, hey, by the way, uh, I'm Stephanie. I'm the woman half of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to do that part. Uh, Chris is the gay and I'm the woman. Okay, cool. Um, so what we are we? Uh, we do. Uh, we're here. We're your, qui- you know what? I can't, I don't, I walked into something I can't get out of. Chris, talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to leave me in this. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing too hard. Oh, I'm sorry that you awkwarded at yourself, and now you lost the use of the English language. Oh, no rescue for you. <laughs> All right, we're in a mood this morning. Yeah, y'all, so, well, uh, I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry, but the world is burning, and I'm bored, and so here we are. So, <laughs> well, well, Stephanie, uh, today we are going to be hashtag speaking out. Hashtag speaking out. Okay, okay. And we're also going to be talking about, in general, the state of wrestling, because I think that uh, it's time for an update, and I am sad to report that some of my prophecy, my premonitions, are, Your premonitions. premonitions, yeah, Your premonitions. Uh, uh, is coming true. Uh, so we'll talk, uh, we'll talk all about that. Uh, Stephanie, I'm going to show you something. Show me something. What? Are, where are you showing me something? I'm going to send you a link to something. Okay, okay, Zoom. okay. Now, while I'm doing this, uh, for those of y'all that are super into wrestling, especially indie wrestling, every you've heard the name Joey Ryan, and he is probably one of my uh, least favorite wrestlers of all time. I have not heard this name before, so this is, will be a uh, fun and new experience for me. Yeah, so I'm going to show this video to Steph, y'all. Uh, okay. I'm going to show... Uh, uh, there you go, Steph. Go ahead and watch that YouTube video. While you watch it, I will... Talk to I the audience. I am clicking on a YouTube video. And then I'm going to have uh, Steph wa- uh, listen for her reaction. Uh, Stephanie is going to watch a video of Joey Ryan's finishing maneuver. What the fuck is going on? Oh! Ah! You! What? You! No! Why would you? Oh! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. understand what I'm looking at. Uh, this is uh, there are two words for it: the uh, dick flip or the dong flip. Uh, so his finishing maneuver, ladies and gentlemen, is he will uh, usually uh, force uh, your hand onto his junk. Yeah. So and... so what happened was I saw somebody I don't know who some dude speaking in a yeah. super high falsetto and holding a tennis racket with the cover on it and he threw a taco at a very hairy man in underpants and then offered a handshake to the hairy man in underpants hairy man in underpants grabbed his hand put it on his balls mm. and then like stood there and postured for a while nothing was preventing that hand from coming off his balls by the way 
Like there, mm-hmm. that guy could have retracted his hand at any time, but I guess he just liked sticking it in the swamp. And so, uh, and then there was a flip involved with it. Yep. So this guy's finishing move is to force you to touch his junk and then wiggle around for a little bit and flip you over. That's what you're saying. And that is Joey Ryan. Yeah. Ew. Uh, what a waste of a perfectly, sh- what a waste of a perfectly good hairy chest. Uh, yeah, because uh, that, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, uh, he's not, he's pretty easy, he is pretty easy on the eyes, yeah. and before he started doing the dick flip stuff, I thought he was kind of an okay wrestler, but when that shit started, I was done. Like, who, I, who, uh, I mean, I, I would sit here and, and sputter about who would ever approve something like that, but then I recall there was some show a long time ago with some guy trying to get into the WWE, and his thing was that he could puke on command. And Vince yep. McMahon was like, yes, you're going to be puke. And that's what you're going to do is your whole gimmick. And he started like throwing out some commentary like, he's going to puke. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to, he's coming to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. And this guy's trying to make himself throw up in Vince I McMahon's office. Oh so God. like, that's a thing. Like, whatever gimmick. Maybe we want somebody to actually literally vomit in the ring, or maybe we want somebody to shove other people's hands into his junk. Tell me that this is problematic and it's not still happening. Well, this goes right into uh, speaking out. Uh, This wrestler in particular, Joey Ryan, has been accused of... Let's go it. (laughs) Let's look at the list. Okay. Uh, This is from a, 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 a woman that accused him of sexual assault. Okay. Uh, he wouldn't leave. He started to touch my shoulders and kiss my arms. I felt paralyzed. I told him no and kept pushing him away. He didn't stop. This kept on for a while until my mind zone out of what was happening. He tried to rip off my pants. I told him no. Huh. And it gets worse from there. Huh. So. Huh. Huh. Uh, well, okay. So what's basically been happening in the wrestling world is uh, a lot of women who, some of them are female wrestlers. Some of them just work for a uh, uh, company, uh you know, wrestling companies in different roles. Mm-hmm. They started speaking out against different wrestlers. And Jerry Ryan was one of the first wrestlers to really get hit hard with uh, these accusations. He's deleted his Twitter account. Mm-hmm. He was uh, working for uh, TNA Impact, or I don't even know if they're called TNA anymore. It's Impact Wrestling. Uh, he had been termi- He's been terminated. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the this and then after that, it felt like there were just more and more stuff. And we're we'll talk about more of the other stuff, but. Uh, this included male wrestlers coming out and saying that they've been sexually assaulted. Uh, other huh. male wrestlers actually stood stood up and confirmed a lot of the stories a lot of the women were saying. Like, it's been both really, really awesome to see and also really terrible because the list of people is very big and significant. Uh, if we were to spend time on each name, we would, be ha- we would have an eight-hour episode. And I don't have that kind of time or energy. Um, which is... Uh, which is the saddest yeah. thing. Like, there. Whoa. Okay. Go on. I just. I, <clears throat> go on. There's more, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, uh, first of all, I, I, I want to say uh, I'm so proud of all these people that have been speaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, because that shit's sad. really hard. Oh, uh, uh, with wrestling fans? Uh, yeah. Yeah. With any. With any yeah. It, yeah. Just even in regular life, when you don't have the weight of of fandom and preconceived notions and hero worship all piled up against you on that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's fucking that's stellar. Yeah. So uh, so wrestling companies uh, have been firing wrestlers, uh, you know, some high level execs from the NWA uh, got fired. Um the WWE has also been dealing with some stuff, but they're having some uh, mixed results with that. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious as to why. So, uh, Heather, have you heard the name Jack Gallagher? Uh, is that the guy that used a sledgehammer to bust up watermelons? No. no. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not 
not come here tonight to make you laugh. I came here to sell you something. I want you to pay particular attention because the amazing Master Tool Corporation, a subsidiary of Fly-By-Night Industries, has entrusted who? Me. To show you the handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen. And don't you want to know how it works? Yeah. Well, first, you get out an ordinary apple or two. You place the apple between pat to pan. Then what do you do, gang? It's simple. You reach for the tool. It is not a slicer. It's not a dicer. It's not a chopper and a hopper. What in the hell could it possibly be? A uh, correct, a uh, uh, different person. 80s comedy <laughs> reference. I know. Wow, I haven't <laughs> thought about that dude in forever. Is he still alive? I don't know, and I'm not going to Google it because I want to remember him forever as merrily yeah. smashing watermelons in front of a crowd of people covered in tarps to protect themselves from the watermelons. And that was the peak of comedy in the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it uh, was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, him and Sam Kennison, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Anyway, anyway. Uh, who's Jack Gallagher? Yeah, no, Jack, yeah, you don't. No one else did. That's why That's why when uh, the sexual assault allegations came out, he got released. He was a wrestler on the in the Cruiserweight show, 205 Live. I actually liked him a lot when he first started, but you know, he never really evolved for me. And okay. I know they changed his gimmick, but didn't really work for me. And then he gets let go because somebody else, somebody spoke out and uh, WD claims that they have enough evidence to do what they did, so they went ahead and released him. Okay. However, equally credible allegations have have also been made to another wrestler, and I actually want you to Google him, Heather. Oh, A guy named key. Matt Riddle, and you spell uh, Riddle with Ds, not Ts. R-I-D-D-L-E, as in like Tom yep. Riddle, Matt Riddle? Yes, yes. So this, So this guy's, I'm about to hit return on a search for Voldemort, is what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Um. Well, he looks like a grade A douchebag, doesn't he? All right. What am I looking for? That's it. That's just <laughs> just the fact. I mean, no. Okay. To be clear, I know you're about to tell me something terrible about him, uh, but this guy with his with his like long blondish hair and his waspy borderline maybe stereotypical good looks and his little shaka that he's throwing up and stuff uh, and his washboard abs. Teenage me, I dated this guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not not this guy specifically, but like five or six of this guy. Totally. Like, yeah. So tell me, yeah. what did my high school so, boyfriend grow up to do? <laughs> uh, so Matt Riddle is being positioned as the next big thing, I think. he's He was on NXT for a while. Uh, now he's going to SmackDown, I think. Mm-hmm. His gimmick is he is the ultimate bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm going to puke. Uh-huh. I could get on the WWE. I'm going to puke. Yeah. It's, uh, if he came out of wrestling, it came, it got into wrestling as is back in 2002. Yeah. I think the gimmick would resonate a lot more with me, but, uh, and, I'm, and for those of you, those of you in the audience, you feel like I'm talking about you right now. I fucking am. So listen up. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Go on. If you if you're constantly trying to fulfill this like machismo stereotype and you know you're wearing your fucking polo shirts with your your fucking uh, college football app on your phone and you're going up to all these guys going hey bro bro man bro try and act all tough and pretending you don't have any feelings or anything like that you're not a fucking man you're a pathetic little worm. I would like for you to continue. And that is Matt Riddle. Oh oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fuck that fucking guy. <laughs> fuck all yeah. those fucking guys. Yeah, and I, 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 look, he's not a bad wrestler, actually. Uh, I do think his wrestling style is fantastic. He he is a four... Go ahead. I'm sorry, what? He looks like he punches walls when he gets mad. Right. Uh, he is uh, a former UFC person. Oh. He had a lot of success there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that too. But look, I can't... I don't understand WWE at all right now. And I guess this is where I'm getting at. And this is why I'm combining the speaking out thing with the bigger issue I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I don't understand what WWE is thinking. They have focus groups. They are a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. They have research showing that their female audience is growing. And hey, wouldn't it be great if they had fucking female wrestling? Yeah. And they did it. Uh-huh. Uh, there is plenty of data supporting that the bro thing is is becoming a very toxic thing to associate yeah. your brand with 
Yeah, it's 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 incredibly it's disgusting. It's toxic masculinity. It's incredibly immature. And younger and younger generations are recognizing the disgusting immaturity of this unevolved male state of the bro. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like trying to fuck a caveman, you know? Yeah. Now, traditionally, a bro bro Seth personality type is a great heel. Fucking great heel. Yeah. But they're not trying to position this motherfucker as a hero, are they? Oh, yeah. Ah. All right. Uh, uh, Actual quote from a a wrestling article, uh, undisclosed source, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but I still think it's funny because I'm reading it in the Vince McMahon voice. (laughs) Uh, uh, The the quote says, oh, Vince thinks uh, Matt Riddle's the next Shawn Michaels. Look at him. God damn it. He's great. (laughs) that's good shit okay but he may not be entirely wrong because in but when did when okay when did Shawn Michaels start uh well if we're talking about the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels where he was an obnoxious bro yes uh yeah that started when he super kicked Marty Jannetty through <laughs> and threw his ass through a fucking glass window on the barbershop set. Okay. Uh, that was in 1992, I think, or 91. Okay. So, to review, Shawn Michaels' intro song says, I think I'm key. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. Like, it is all about posturing yourself and broing it out and getting out there and being like strutting your, your white boy shit all the way down to the ring. And in the 90s, that worked. And Vince McMahon has been in this business for so long. He had that formula that worked with Shawn Michaels. I could totally see him going, look, the formula has been reborn. It worked before. It'll work again. Let's just do it. Why evolve? Mm-hmm. Why should we evolve? And I think if he, if, if anybody would sit down with Shawn Michaels right now, he would explain to them why you need to evolve. Shawn Michaels isn't an idiot, as far as I know. Is Shawn Michaels on the list of terrible people? No. Okay. Then he's not an idiot. No, him and Triple H are fine. Whew. Yeah, they I are. I know, right? I was, yeah, they I was are. like, okay, no, under- no Undertaker, no Triple H, no Shawn Michaels. Okay, we're good. Super fine. Good God. Ugh. Sorry. I just... Okay, so, but before we go any further, we keep calling this hashtag speaking out. Why is it a hashtag? Did this... Is this something that, that was, was born in ha- sash- was social media? Like, uh, yeah, just like Black Lives Matter, just like... Uh, uh, social media based uh movement it's the me too for wrestling is what we're saying correct it's okay. the new me too okay and in, in, in terms of vo- you can measure this in terms of volume yes black lives matter is way bigger mm-hmm. uh but the speaking out movement i think is very important as well because obviously women should be treated the same as men and more importantly and i get this shit a lot in the gay community uh you need to respect people's personal space. Yeah. Just because I don't want a hug from a complete stranger, it does not mean I'm a prude. Right. Maybe just don't fucking touch me. Yeah, I don't mind having sex. Fuck, I've done some... My my purity list is... <laughs> you remember the purity uh, test from like back in the late yeah, 90s? I've, the purity uh, test? Yeah. Can you get a 1% on a purity test, Chris? Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, but I have. Like a long time ago. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I... Well, and it's the I'm same. Yeah, it's it's the same in the in the polyamorous community. Like, if you go to a poly yeah. meetup and you're not like down to be super flirty, which is weird because it's also a community that is that tends to be made up of very woke, very consent happy people. But yeah. but still, it's like it's it's like it's understood that we're all here to get down, right? And like, no, bitch, it's not. I'm just here to meet some new people. And and hang out, yeah. and you're making me regret that. So I'm gonna go home now. But yeah, it's the a respect for other people's bodily autonomy and personal space sort of needs to become maybe one of those core tenets of social interaction. And it's terrible and sad that it took uh, the introduction of a deadly pandemic virus 
to enforce the need for personal space. Yeah. But here we are. Ain't nobody tried to randomly hug me in public in a long time. Part of that's my bitch face, though. So... (laughs) Resting bitch face. My bitch face it never rests, Heather. It is fully active at all times. Nice. Even with the mask on. They can feel its power. Anyway, so we were talking yeah. about Matt Riddle and how he's the next yeah, so Sean Michaels. That's good shit. That's good shit. I, 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 <laughs> they don't need Matt Riddle. No. I mean, there are so... There, like, look at the fucking roster of WWE. Uh, the Undertaker is not a bro. No. He's, but he's a fucking masculine ass man. That's for fucking sure. He doesn't go around going bro, 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 bro. What the bro thing you know? is is super overcompensating for a deep insecurity. You know deep down inside that you're not a man. Yeah, that's how I feel about yeah. it. Sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So with Matt Riddle, a, a female independent independent wrestler came out mm-hmm. and said that uh, Matt Riddle was super aggressive with her. Uh, she. Uh, there weren't a lot of specificity with this claim. She said that she's made, she's reached out to certain people. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. I'm hoping the WWE contacted her. Uh, but uh, Matt Riddle's denying it. Uh, his lawyer issued a statement saying that the allegations made by this independent female promoter are completely false. And I guess we live in a uh, innocent until proven guilty society. But um, technically. Technically, but, you know, as a victim of sexual assault myself, Mm -hmm. I think, like, there are personality traits associated with people who think, hey, I'm going to rape somebody. And it is the the bro-seth personality type that most I most identify as a a potential problem. Well, it's the entitlement. It is. It's that's sort of the core um, that replaces anything resembling a spine in that personality is this um, this sort of throbbing entitlement um, that, of course, they should have access to other people's bodies. Why wouldn't they? And it's fucking gross, and I'm fucking tired of it. And I'm fucking tired of people like bros and mm-hmm. all that. And, you know, bros exist in the gay community, too. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, ju- I just, you know, I just said earlier, like, uh, you know, in the gay community, if you're you're not down with like openly hugging strangers and kissing strangers and you're a fucking prude and you're not really gay mm-hmm. and oh my god blah 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 and you should just loosen up chris god you know i hear i hear that shit all the fucking Ew. time and it's like no fuck you Ew. yeah what the that's like it's like reverse slut shaming like what it is Ugh. and and i'm a slut don't get me wrong I, I'm a right slut, but i'm not and, I'm not, and we're good know. at it and yeah, like if you're gonna be good at being a slut it do, it's not about quantity it's about quality and about managing yeah. your boundaries. Like, that's just professional level slutting. And, you know, get on my level and back off. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah. Um, Matt Riddle, Ultimate Bro, shockingly has some sexual assault allegations against him. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is he still around? Has he been let go? Or is he just arguing He's this? still around. In fact, he's being pushed right now. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll see. All right. We'll see. All right. What else you now, got? Now, there are... There are different uh, spectrums of the speaking out movement, as there was with the Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, uh, Brock Lesnar did get a speaking out allegation, which is disappointing. Huh. Uh, but and it came from uh, Terry Reynolds. Do you, do you know who Terry Reynolds is? I do not. She would be better known as Melina oh. uh, Goldust's manager. Oh, OK. OK. You may have you may have, you may have in passing have seen her at yeah. some point. But uh, she said to a in, a in an interview, I don't have a lot of respect for Brock. I don't think Brock respects wrestling fans. Brock did something that if, if it was in today's day and time, well, he showed his penis to me and called called my name as I was walking past where he was in a dressing room oh, and opened his towel so I can see his manly bits. Uh, I would have much rather him not been so disrespectful of a female that's been in his business for a long time. And yeah, and that's that's what Brock Lesnar did. Now... Is that sexual assault? No. Is that sexual harassment? Y'all, oh yeah. Yeah. Here's the th- here's the thing. You uh you have a penis. And so Yes, I do. You do. And so yeah. uh it is you can maybe speak to this um just this pride and this obsession that that dudes get. I mean, I've got I I am married to a man and I have a son. And so I am aware that there is a certain relationship with your external genitalia that women do not have. 
uh, with, with ours for the most part. I don't have this need to show anybody my cooter. And as, as like a conversational opening gambit, you know, but I have had men just been like, Hey, Steph, woohoo. And like, there's your, that's, and like, what, I know you're impressed with it. Why do you think I am? Like, it's not, why, why do you think I'm going to go, Ooh, let's have a discussion. I would like to, I'm a, I'm going to, in fact, move closer to you now. No, I don't understand. I don't, can you explain to me why this is a thing? I'm not, I'm not an exhibitionist, so I really, I really can't uh, explain that to you. But I've found that most of the men that are into, into that are exhibitionists. They get, they, they don't see the harm in doing something like that. The wrestler that is probably most infamous for being like that is Ric Flair. What? Flair. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. It's not as bad as it. Well, maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. But hold on. <sighs> Ric Flair would get fucking trashed every night. Mm-hmm. And when is when, this? whether if he's on a plane with a bunch of the other wrestlers mm-hmm. or a bus or whatever it is, that man is taking all his clothes off and just running up and down the bus. <sighs> okay. But there's something broy about that. Like, just dudes being dudes, you know, hanging out, getting, you know, shamelessly nude, I guess. I don't know. But in Brock Lesnar's particular case, uh, speaking as someone who has uh, run, a, uh, has sampled a variety pack of male body types, uh, I gotta say, that was probably not a super impressive moment for her. Because mm-hmm. dudes that are that big, that's not a proportional situation. Like, um, unless he had been having some sort of activity, some solo time prior, that really big muscular uh, white dudes, not so much, not growers, not showers is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And like, so that, and it, I think that's, that's, that's where the disrespect is coming in. Like you had to flash it and it was sad. Like, come on. Yeah, uh, in Rick in Rick Flair's case, though, the phrase "baby arm" is used a lot. <laughs> I'm serious. Ew. I am absolutely serious. Um, what? I, I've, I, Why? Uh, I, I, I watched. I've watched so many interviews with wrestlers. When I, I actually literally heard one guy say to another guy, "Hey, have you said baby arm anywhere?" And what? the other guy said, "Wait, what, Flair?" <laughs> yeah, like literally, that's his fucking nickname. Is that a good thing? I mean, to be to be I, compared to a baby arm. I mean, uh, that ain't going inside me. <laughs> I hope there's no baby arms going inside you. Yeah, I mean, you know, but okay. It's the size. So of a, that's that's a way of saying it's large, and yeah. and maybe it's, has a hand on the end of it. Uh, well, actually. Hmm. I'm just look having having had two babies myself. Um, <laughs> ew! It's I'm what I would like to erase this entire moment from my brain, but I can't because I am going to have to no. go back through this recording later and edit it. And now, just just fucking last week. When we were doing the watch along and I was just like, oh, look at Ric Flair. He's such a proud dad and he's helping out his daughter in this match. And I had like heartwarming feelings towards baby arm now. And now it's all gross. (laughs) And so thank you for ruining that for me, Heather. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. Ric Flair... I know he takes on a lot of the broest, broest characteristics, but there's something about him where it's like, this guy isn't insecure. He's just fucking a party animal. Like, <laughs> this is what he's going to do. Okay, but where's that yeah. line? Like, is it because it's he's not directing it at women? Is that... He's directing it at everyone. <laughs> he's, he's broadcasting his baby arm, just sort of on a, on a broad beam. Just anybody who wants some of this can come and look at it. He's not directly trying to rub it up on someone or specifically calling their name and wiggling it at them. 
I don't know any of the specifics, but I've heard a dozen Ric Flair stories about everybody on a charter plane, everybody's drunk, and then Ric Flair is running up and down the uh, aisle in nothing but his robe. Oh, my God. Okay, so... But he's not on the list of sexual harassment and assault speaking out allegations that we've been hearing. Okay, who who is... Can we? I'm trying to put some distance between us and baby arms. So who else? What? Give me some more horror stories, if you could, please, about the treatment of women in the know, WWE. The, the thing is, we don't have a lot of big names that you recognize. I'm trying to see. Who Wasn't Velveteen Dream section? on there? Velveteen Dream was on there. That's still in development. There's not. I don't have a lot of details on that one because that one's heavily contested as being false. Okay. As of right now, um, I don't know. Like. I haven't been able, so much shit has been happening about on this issue mm-hmm. that I don't know, like, at this point, like, who's still in fucking trouble, who's not. Let's see, Jim Cornette. Oh, yeah, he was accused, Jim Cornette was accused of uh, doing a weird sexual ring thing with his wife, mm-hmm. where they were trying to pay people or convince people to have sex with them so they could get booked better. So they're trying mm-hmm. to sleep their way up to the top of wrestling. Yep. As a as a husband uh, no. and, as a husband and wife team, yeah. I don't know. Jim Cornette is a pretty uh, a pretty well known kinkster, very open. About Wasn't he the guy stuff. in that video that you just sent me, who got his hand shoved uh, onto the other guy's junk? The the Jim Cornette hates Joey Ryan probably more than I do. So that other guy was pr- dressed up as Jim Cornette. Oh, that's doing hence, thing where... hence the super high pitched falsetto mocking situation. Okay. Um, I don't know. The idea of a husband and wife team, like, teaming up to try and bang their way to the top, that's, I mean, as long as everybody's a consenting adult, that's almost sweet. Yeah. So, in Velveteen Dream's... <laughs> disagree. Uh, Move on. Disagree. Uh, in Velveteen Dream's case, uh, there are text messages between him and a young girl where he's he How is young basically a girl? asking... Huh? How young a girl? Uh, let me look at the text message, because there's a fucking... How old are you? I'm turning 15, 16 in June. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't like him anymore. Nope. Because did he keep texting with her after that? Yep. Fuck that guy. Nope. I don't think there's a state in the union where that's an age of consent. You might be able to yeah. marry your cousin at that age, as long as your family signs off on it. But I don't think that is an age for just being a consenting adult yeah yeah there's a there's a long list but uh i think the only other wrestler that we've talked about in the past that's on this list is uh sammy Guevara, the spanish god yeah the one that you think is is so hot and who i think looks 12 i didn't you never say you thought he looks yeah no i super did i'm on the record saying he looks like he's about 12 years old he's hairless he probably doesn't even have to shave yet i would feel dirty if i touched him that guy did you just no, call me an okay. asshole for thinking he looks young? No, I, I called Sammy Guerrero an asshole for not having to shave because that, that takes a lot of fucking time. I mean, Don't, I have to, I have to, I have to replace my manscape blades like every week, you know. So that's saying. because you are a full-grown man, honey. Just, yep. just lean into it. Testosterone works on you a little too well. Yeah, it's so, sort of devouring your hair from the top down, but that's <laughs> that's just what happens. It's okay. You've, yeah, the hair, you've gone the hair full. Left the top of my head went down to my body. Yeah, That's and you know what? You've gone full Professor X with it, and I applaud you. Embrace that. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. absolutely. Uh, so Sammy Guevara's issue, Guevara's issue, is not not that bad in the in, in terms of the spectrum of speaking out. It's still bad, not that bad. In 2016, he was doing a podcast, a podcast or a radio interview or something. And he had just mentioned he got a he got to do a WWE tryout at the uh, Performance Center. Okay. And he saw Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Charlotte beat them both up. Bro, Sasha Banks. Oh, oh my God. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. A. She could kill you. Mm-hmm. B. That's not a fun. No. No. That's not a word that you throw around in a fun and and jokeable light. Like, what? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Ew. So AEW AEW sent out a statement saying, you know, he's been suspended. Mm. I was wondering why. I was just going to say that uh, I hadn't seen him around. Wasn't he part of Chris Jericho's little crew? 
Les Sex Gods. Les Sex Gods. There's been a lot of... The Inner Circle. There's been a lot of yeah. just Chris Jericho happening with that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. God, I love him. Uh, with... Uh, with uh, uh, now Sammy did uh, apologize publicly. So, uh, he uh, Sasha Banks actually said that he called her, mm. and I'm assuming she read him to filth mm-hmm. because she is the boss. Yeah, and yeah, and she said that she's fine. You know, she's over it. She's moving on. So that's that. But that's kind of like the, you know, the the least bad of all these accusations. Wow. So, um, do you have like like a rundown of what other accusations are out there? Oh, there's a list. If everybody uh, does a Google search for speaking out wrestling mm-hmm. list, you'll find a ton of web pages with a full list of the names of wrestlers. And you click on their names. It has a list of their accusations. It's a fucking database now. Heather. Jesus. Okay. Well, can you like sum some of it up? Because we're in a podcast and not a, a, a Google reference. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, I, I can't because there's literally there's so, so much. Many. I mean, that's, <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, there's so many. There's I'm looking 45 names. Jesus. Okay, yeah. never mind. And these aren't all of them. Mm-hmm. Like I know a bunch have been added recently. Mm-hmm. God damn. This is, I mean, this so is a big this thing. is the the. There's been a shockingly, I suppose it shouldn't be shocking, but shockingly, there's this uh, hyper masculine bro culture. It appears running through the professional wrestling world, and yeah. the introduction of women to it. And women as a dominating force in it, uh, trying to evolve past all this bullshit, has uh, has shaken some shit loose. And yeah. good. And the, and, the, and the best part, the best part is that I I've seen other male wrestlers stand up and be stand and confirm a lot of these stories. Like they've been speaking out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, T.J. Perkins, who was a cruiserweight wrestler, he used to wrestle for WWE, and now he's at Impact. He actually came out and told a story about how he was sexually assaulted. Really? And that was very brave of him to do that. Yeah, uh, because no, know, the so. the stigma against men coming forward and and in admitting to being sexually assaulted is huge. Yeah. So I'm not saying that what he did was any more brave than what any of these women have done. It's not. He it, it's it's the same level. It's just like he's got his own mountain to climb with coming out with yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. It's a different mountain mm-hmm. to climb. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Not- Thanks. Yeah. I have my moments. So this kind of goes into like my ultimate my ultimate question, my ultimate topic. Uh-huh. What the fuck WWE? Okay. What the fuck? All right, do I need to give so, you just room to rant about this for a minute? Yeah, I am going to rant a little bit okay. Okay. and you're going to uh you you know, here let me do the rundown. Okay. Just like I did a, a few episodes ago. All right, give me give it have, give it to me. Ew. We Pretend have I didn't say that. Thing. <laughs> we have the speaking out thing where Certain wrestlers are being let go, and other wrestlers are being pushed uh-huh. on TV. We have ratings continuing to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have now. I now have evidence of you know. If you look on social media, for those of you that are very social media savvy, you know how to do data algorithms. You could you could do searches for WWE, AEW. It doesn't matter really what which which wrestling company overall mm-hmm. interest is going down. Yeah. So what the fuck WWE? Why? Uh, why? And to top it off, which and this is the part that really pisses me off. Every single week we keep 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 getting news that there are pos- there are positive results in the COVID testing that WWE has been doing. Really? Yeah. And yet, a lot and yet the positive. show goes on. And yet the show goes on. You know, I don't expect anything less from the company that continued to do the pay per view after a man literally died. But okay. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know if a wrestler or somebody that works at WWE ends up dying because of COVID, which right now there's a good chance it's going to happen. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, that's just math. That that's just basic fucking math now at this point. Uh, one article says that they believe up to 25 people have tested positive for the COVID virus at the WWE Performance Center. Jesus. And can you imagine trying to work under those conditions, Try, trying to actually perform and feel good about it when when clearly like the virus is in the fucking building, guys? Like there's no way you got yeah. it all. And they're not wrestling in masks. Yeah. So I don't I just don't understand what WWE is doing right now. Um, I understand like a friend of mine told me. Hey, they're a publicly traded company, so it's not like they can go ahead and purposely like turn off their company. Right. They, you know, that there are legal reasons why they cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Additionally, they have contracts with uh, 
you know, fucking USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Comcast. Which, as a com- Comcast as a company, is not doing so great right now because you know COVID. And on the other side, they have a deal with Fox, aka Disney, aka mm-hmm. the company that hasn't been able to run their main business, i.e., movies and theme parks right. uh, since COVID. Mm-hmm. So there's bad all the way around, and I understand that. But WWE, what are you going to do when somebody fucking dies? Right. Are you just going to keep going? I mean, do we want to do we want to lay bets now? Somebody's got, I mean, I, I don't want to to be a ghoulish vulture circling over the WWE here, but it is just a matter of statistics and math that eventually one of those positive COVID tests is going to be a fatality. And that's sad and terrible, but that's just kind of how it is right now. Um, that that's just that that's just how reality works. And so what are they going to do? Do we want to lay bets that the that the show will keep going? That they'll uh, you know, they'll I have a memorial I, I, I episode don't because uh, I don't because I know it's going to happen. Because they're going to. I'll be yeah. very depressed when. Uh, I'll be very very depressed if it does happen, and I don't want I don't want to contribute to that energy at all. I I don't even want to go there. Uh, so yeah, there. Oh, I just hmm. I don't know what they're going to do. I think if my my prediction because I'll put it out there. My prediction okay. is somebody who is tested positive for COVID in the WWE family will die. Um, and that's, I'm sorry, whoever that is, if, if your number comes up, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm dreading it being my number someday. So like, you know, yeah. this is, this, I'm not delighting in this uh, notion at all. Uh, I feel like it's just sort of a mathematical inevitability, but anyway, um, somebody will die. It will be tragic. I think, they will try to not allow that information out for as long as they can. Which they're already trying to do. Yeah. Uh, they've been threatening uh, wrestlers to, if you uh, or anybody that works at WWE, if you post anything on social media about you being infected with COVID, you could be fined, suspended, right. all that kind of stuff. So they're going to try and keep right. it quiet for as long as they can. When it finally is out and they can't avoid it, they'll do a very special episode. You remember the episode of Raw that was like that day after they found Chris Benoit and his family? Oh, my God. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Last night on Monday Night Raw, the WWE presented a special tribute show, recognizing the career of Chris Benoit. However, now some 26 hours later, the facts of this horrific tragedy are now apparent. Therefore, other than my comments, there will be no mention of Mr. Benoit's name tonight. Yeah, so they'll do a very special episode, a tribute to this person, and then the show will go on, Heather. They'll be like, oh, isn't it sad? We are all deeply saddened. So anyway, um, these two people are going to pretend to beat the shit out of each other. Um, yeah. Bread and circus says everybody be distracted by the flashy lights and the leotards. Ta-da! That's how that'll go. I just don't, I don't, I just don't understand the God's gift mentality anymore. And I'll kind of, I'll kind of the God's, what that God's means. gift mentality. The God's gift mentality. Do go uh, on. I've, I work in tech startups. Uh, I have work for entrepreneurs who believe that their product is going to change the world mm-hmm. and it is a it is so important it should be treated differently than anything else oh, okay uh you know i'll i'll go ahead and and uh you know my my uh my my resume is what it is y'all can look me up on linkedin right you know for example facebook being unwilling to curate their content and mm-hmm. giving this whole bullshit oh it's about democracy thing and you'll you'll hear the same thing from web hosting providers too like oh we you know we we won't allow porn but we're not going to curate any of our other content unless it's like very specific hate speech right and it's like okay you're already you're already saying porn you're already disallowing porn just just don't do business with racists yeah your yeah. product is not god's gift it is a Mm -hmm. privately held idea you had that you built and that's it Mm -hmm. and the same goes for the wwe you are not god's gift to our species you're amazing for me Mm -hmm. you're wonderful entertainment for me i have so many amazing memories because of wwe i would trade all those memories if i could save one life Mm -hmm. and that's it that's the bottom line like the the value of human life here is we're we're starting to see that it is a variable um yeah. across the spectrum and uh WWE is like you know they are what they are 
But I like I like that notion, the God's gift mentality, because it is it's a real thing. Like on fucking yeah. fucking Tumblr, when Tumblr shut down porn, but then all the white supremacists were still able to post stuff. Yeah. But like, heaven forbid there be a gif of two people smooching stuff like yeah. that. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, well, this is super uplifting. Uh, but it's a good I know. Such a, sorry, y'all. I know. I promise next episode is going to be super awesome. Uh, <laughs> I just, I needed to get this off my chest. I know, uh, you know, I've, I've actually been having this conversation a lot with a lot of different wrestling fans over the last two weeks. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's been a conversation we're having. Other podcasts have been having this conversation, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually, this is not actually an original topic right now in the wrestling podcast well, no and thank or, god because thank yeah because what what's god. what's the point of speaking out if it's not going to be spoken about and to be able to speak out to stand up and say this person and this person this is what's happened this is the culture and this is what happened to me particularly at this moment in time when you're dealing with an organization that is backed into a corner and on the defensive like the WWE is desperate right now. They cannot afford to have any bad publicity uh, any more than they are already generating for themselves by continuing to perform in the face of a pandemic virus. So for these for these men and women to stand up and say, yes, this happened here, it, you know, and to speak out like this is fucking brave as shit. And uh, congratulations. And, you know, we should keep an eye on it uh, and, you know, yeah. see how things develop. If anything if anything is confirmed or denied, because not all yeah. accusations are true. I default to believing the victim, but mm-hmm. I have seen firsthand in in my own uh, circle of life, uh, I have seen firsthand false accusations and what they can do. So, I mean, it's not not everybody who was a, who paints themselves as a, not everybody who stands up as a victim is truly a victim. So, like, that's that's its own mm-hmm. that's its own fucking can of worms. But uh, let's keep an eye on this for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Um, but I would like to I, I would like to propose uh, as we move forward in the WWE uh, slowly devours itself like a starved trash panda. Um <laughs> And more and more people start speaking out and pointing out the rot and the and the disgust in culture. Um, maybe we only focus on that for a little bit of the show. And for the rest of the show, can we talk about like the good times, the the good things? Absolutely. Um, let's talk. We could talk about. I've been watching The Undertaker last night. I watched the first episode. I'm gonna watch another one. I'm gonna keep watching through that because God, I love him. And. Uh, what it? Uh, uh, how far in the uh, last ride? Uh, last ride series are you? I just said I've only watched the first episode. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I I didn't hear that. You part. don't listen when I talk. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <Heather. laughs> uh, it it, it uh, the the whole series is fantastic. Yeah. The last episode is is a, was a doozy for me, mm-hmm. which I already spoiled for you. Uh, but that 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 episode where uh, Goldberg fucked up bad. Uh, that was that was one that pissed me off. Mm. Oh, of course, because mm-hmm. Goldberg mm-hmm. sucks, and I'll say that I'll say that to my dying days. So. He's fucking terrible. I just oh, yeah. and and yet, like, are there any sexual assault or, or harassment allegations against him? No, because he's not even. I don't know. He's such an asshole. He doesn't even talk to anybody. So I guess that's a good thing. Like he doesn't sexually harass people because he doesn't talk to people. Right. I guess. But I like guess. that. It's such a low bar to clear that at least right? at least he doesn't try to rape any of his coworkers. Like, so maybe he's not super terrible. No, he's still he's still a, just an ass, and he's a terrible wrestler. Uh, and he and he's most unnecessarily over promoted hunk of red meat that they've got on the roster. But I mean, whatever. At least he didn't yeah. try and put his dick in anybody who didn't want it. Ah, uh, ah, uh, good guy. Lord. <laughs> Fuck, our standards are low. <laughs> well, yeah. And, it, and yeah, so, yeah, we'll talk. We're not going to have too many of these episodes. We're going to have deep discussions. We're going to go back to our fun, shallow selves, especially for next episode. But Because I already know what we're going to do. Oh, what are, okay. We'll get to that in one second. I just think yeah. what I am learning on this journey through podcasting with you, my dear friend, uh, is that our fun... Silly, catty, shady shallowness comes from a deep well of rage. And I think oh, yeah. that we uh, have to show 
all of the colors in our personal rainbow um, on this, our own platform in which we get to say whatever the fuck we want because uh, Mm -hmm. podcasting is mostly unregulated. So I'm enjoying this exploration of us as people. Terrible, terrible, angry, catty, bitchy people. <laughs> Anyways, so... terrible, are me. We're so terrible. <laughs> We're so bad. But, like, for all the right reasons like... and in all the sexiest ways. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what are we going to talk about next time? Uh, well, real quick, uh, shout out to Charlotte. The uh, She put she sneak previewed her lingerie photo shoot Ooh. on her Instagram. Uh... And as, a gay, as a gay man, uh, I'm not mad at it at all. Hmm. I'm just so, gonna. I'm just. I'm not opening Instagram right now at all. Keep talking. No, I'm listening. You have my full attention. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so as I, I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the moment I mentioned to some of you listeners that uh, we were going to do a watch along, y'all gave me a list of quite frankly crap <laughs> to to, that, to make <laughs> Stephanie watch. And as tempting as that is, I I, want to give Steph, like, more time to watch some good matches first before we destroy her soul, so. (laughs) I appreciate that. uh, So we're going to watch one of my favoritest matches that I have seen in a long time in the past 10 years, and that's going to be the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Ooh, okay. It is so much much fun to watch. I just rewatched it uh, the other day just to prepare myself, because there's a lot of, like, little tidbits and... Uh, research points that I'd like to be prepared for so we can talk through that during the match mm-hmm. but uh it is so much fun to watch like okay okay it's 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 a reunion it's every single female wrestler who could still wrestle uh was in this match mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's so much fun it's so cool and every single woman you could just tell they were so proud they were giving each other everything mm-hmm. they were selling for each other oh. especially the older women who hadn't wrestled in a while like they would come into a ring and like Sasha or Becky would sell so well for them and give them some mm-hmm. respect and some shine. And it was so cool. And I just, I love it. It's my favorite Royal Rumble match of all time, period. Okay. And it's, okay. it's, it's just cool. All it's right. So cool. We will totally do that next time. Um, if you can hear the sound of my voice, please go to Instagram to Charlotte WWE. Uh, Charlotte Flair is built like a brick shit house. My God, it's disgusting. She just looks amazing, and I know uh, her in lingerie. It, yes, ma'am. Like her legs are nine mm-hmm. bajillion miles long. I just, mm-hmm. I have a crush on Charlotte Flair. Do da do da. I much. I love her queen personality a lot more. Like that's definitely yeah, my favorite. No, she's of absolutely like. Oh, oh, I love her. Okay, so next time we're gonna watch. Oh yeah. Uh, well, hold on. What, one, about? one second. Uh-huh. One second. One second. Oh, okay. <gasps> Woo! Okay. I do appreciate you giving me a heads up because I can take my heads headphones off for a second while you do that. Yeah. Just because I mean, there's a there's some enthusiasm, there's some passion in your woo, and it hurts my ears a little. But I'm gonna let the listeners deal with it. I'm leaving that full volume on the recording. <laughs> Because all both of our listeners deserve to hear it. Anyway. All two, all two of them. All both. Um, so next time we are going to listen to the Royal... We're going to bitch along with the Royal Rumble, Rumble match. Um, maybe have some quick updates on the state of affairs. I might fangirl over The Undertaker a little bit because I'm going to watch some more of The Last Ride. I love him. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. we will talk about... Uh, about a bunch of shit next time, but mostly we will be watching some wrestling and bitching uh, along with it and fangirling over some uh, amazingly talented women. That sounds like a delightful plan, uh, and I look forward to it because this episode is bringing me down a little bit, My bad. but also firing me up. I'm going to go take over the world now. It's going to exactly. be great. That's the point. Uh, please support people, support women, support men, yep. support gays, support straights, and everybody else in between. Everybody I'm forgetting because there's so many of us. The whole spectrum. Humanity. Damn it. Yeah, humanity is awesome and diverse, and we should embrace that. Mm-hmm. Every last bit of it. Um, Unless you're Joey Ryan or Goldberg. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> or Matt Riddle. Fuck that guy. Or anyone cut yeah, from I'm the about, same I, mold as Matt yeah. Riddle. If I dated you in high school, you should probably go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. So yep. let uh, are we done? Are we good? Is that everything? Done. Okay. Uh, only an hour and a half later. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, bitch. It's been a minute. We talked a lot. Yeah. Um, so let's outro the show then, shall we? Cool. 
Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We super appreciate it. Um, if you could, because I remember I forgot to mention this last time we outroed the show. Uh, if you could, please hop over to App Podcasts and maybe leave us a little five-star rating and a review. That's the kind of thing that gets us, you know, tweaked up in the algorithm of the podcast and gets us more listeners. More listeners is more fun for everyone. Um, if you would like to contact us, you can reach us uh, at ringsidedivas at gmail.com or on most of the social medias at ringdivaspod. Um, Chris, what else we got? Uh, we're also, uh, just to also remind people, we also distribute this podcast now over Google Play Ooh. as well as uh, Spotify. So you can also find us there and leave us a review there uh, if you don't like to use Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yeah, that too. Um, but we have like a website that you do. We also have a website, uh, uh, ringsidedivas.com. I'll put a, a, a companion post of this episode up, including uh, Joey Ryan's awful uh, dick flip. Um, and move. if you could put up a link to the list of sexual harassment allegation accusations. Yeah, I, I'll try to find a complete list because okay. uh, a lot of these websites are getting out of date because there's been new Because shows. it evolves so quickly because the, uh, the, the internet never but sleeps. Yeah, uh, well, uh, we're also going to put some uh, resource information uh, about speaking out and mm-hmm. uh, some help centers for those of y'all that have, okay. uh, you know, unfortunately been impacted by that. So we're going to do all that cool mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's, um, just be, let's just make the world a better place. Can we just stop? Can we just like, exactly. could we just please, can we stop? Respect people's personal space, get consent, and uh, don't be fucking awful to each other. Um, Which I think is just a raunchier way of saying what Bill and Ted have told us all along. Which is be excellent to each other. Yep.